Welcome to the SMC 2021 podcast. What if God wanted to do something new in your life? This is your fresh start. Hey everyone, welcome to the God You Can Know encounter. Um, Katty and I get to walk through this encounter together. And so this is Kat. And okay. sometimes people call her Katty. I go back and forth. Um, <laughs> she is from Bixby, Oklahoma, and went to the University of Arkansas. Um, if you thought you loved Christmas, I promise you, Caddy loves it more. Like <laughs> I guarantee, I guarantee it. Um, she loves it so much that she even celebrates June 25th. And if you don't know what that is, it's the halfway mark to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She cannot stand the sound of fingernail clippers. Mm-hmm. It's like nails on a chalkboard to her. We even lived together one time. She will leave the house if I'm cutting my nails. <laughs> Um, I keep her away from anything coconut because she is deathly allergic. And mm-hmm. instead, I push her towards anything pumpkin mm-hmm. because it's her favorite, especially if it's from so Trader true. Joe's. So true. Um, so I can say that I know Caddy pretty well. Yeah, that is really true. Mm-hmm. You know, I get the privilege of introducing you to Katie. Um, hey. People call her KVP, mm-hmm. uh, myself included, but not for too much longer because, y'all, she's newly engaged. <laughs> so can't call her that for too much longer. But she's from Maumelle, Arkansas. Uh, she went to the U of A. She'll probably beat you at any sport you play because she's super competitive <laughs> and crazy athletic. Uh, she's always cold. Probably even right now giving this talk. Is that true? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, She loves the mountains. Mm -hmm. We have that in common. Always eats breakfast as soon as she wakes up. And is one of those people who actually sleeps with socks on every (laughs) night, which we all know who those people are. (laughs) And I hate that about myself. (laughs) I do. Uh, We could both probably go on and on because not only have we learned these things about each other, but we've also done life together. Y'all, so much so that we've actually been to 17 states in one country together. So let me tell you, (laughs) that is friendship. Uh, Yeah, so what about you guys? How do you get to know someone? Um, For a second to yourself, think through this question. What do you need to know to actually be a real friend with someone? There comes a point when you go from being an acquaintance with someone to being a friend. Uh, Kat and I didn't always know these things about each other. It's been a six-year process of becoming authentic friends. So this is the same with our relationship with God. It's a process. No matter where you are in your walk with God, whether you're just now learning about who God is, or you feel like you've been walking with God for years, you're always in a position to know Him deeper. You can really know God, not just know about Him, and He wants you to know Him. In some ways, y'all, it's self-explanatory. Knowing God is important because if you want to follow someone, if you want to talk to them, if you want to have a relationship with them, you have to actually know them, right? We all know that. Uh, And the same is true about God. One of my favorite authors, A.W. Tozer, once said um, something that's really relatable to this whole topic. He says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And it's not just him who talks about this. The Bible also talks about how important it is to truly know God. Jeremiah 9, 23 through 24 says, This is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts boast about this, that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on earth, for in these I delight, declares the Lord. 
And then another one in Philippians 3, 7 through 8, it says, But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ. So Jeremiah and Paul, um, who wrote those two verses that we just talked about, are saying that the most important things in their lives are knowing God more than any knowledge that they could have or riches or title that they could claim, um, knowing God trumps everything. And my guess is that they knew more than just the facts about God. My guess is that they had a deep and intimate relationship with God. And so to bring it into something that we can all understand, I want you guys to think about who your celebrity obsession is. So maybe for some of you, it's a famous singer or a famous athlete or an actor, but get that person in your head. And I want to think about I want you to think about everything that you know about that person. Y'all, for me, it's Queen Elizabeth. I actually love the royal family. Uh, I've watched The Crown. I love it. (laughs) And I know the queen is uh, the longest reigning monarch in Britain. I know that she's the only person allowed to drive without a license in the UK, which is kind of crazy, honestly. It's really crazy. Yeah. (laughs) She, uh, She loves corgis and has owned more than 30 during her reign. And I could go on and on about my random knowledge about the queen. But y'all, here's the thing. Even though I know all these facts about the queen, if we were to see each other in the streets of Dallas and I were to walk up to her and just start chatting, she would have no idea who I was. Because even though I know these things about her, I still don't actually know her. I have no shared experiences with her. I don't know who she truly is behind closed doors. I don't spend regular time with her. I know nothing about her day in and day out routine. I have knowledge about the queen, but if I'm being honest, we we definitely don't have a relationship. I don't actually know her. My guess is, unless you're just besties or related with a famous person, the same is true for you with your celebrity obsession that you just thought of. And so how many of us would say, though, that our knowledge of a famous person mirrors our knowledge of God? that we know the facts, but we don't truly know him. Knowing God, really knowing him, not just knowing about him, it changes everything for us. And I don't want any of us to miss out on that. And so take a second and think about this. I want you guys to think about the quote that I talked about just a little bit ago um, from my favorite author and answer this question for yourself. What comes to your mind when you think about God? Okay. So now that we know the importance of knowing God and not just knowing about God, the next question is, how do we do this? There are many ways to get to know God through his word, through prayer, his people, creation, even being a part of his mission. But the biggest thing that we are going to talk about today and what we have seen be the most beneficial for us is getting to know God through his word. The Bible is a book where every page shows us more of who he is, and we would be crazy not to utilize and take advantage of that. So now we're going to look at four questions to consider as you read through his word that will help you understand who God is. What I want to start with, though, is kind of confusing, but I want to clarify that God is three persons. He is three in one. So when when we are talking about God, we are talking about the Father, Jesus Christ's Son, and the Holy Spirit. So again, he is all three of these. The first question we can ask ourselves is, who is God? Deuteronomy 7, 9 says, Know therefore that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those 
who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Second Timothy 2.13 also says that if we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. So God is faithful. The faithlessness of man does not deny the faithfulness of God. Knowing God is faithful means that his character and who he is is certain. He does not change or waver, but he actually remains the same and is worthy of all of our trust and faith. So I can be confident to place my faith in him because of this truth. I can't do that with anything or anyone else. Knowing who God is and that he is faithful gives me sure hope. A lot of things started changing last March for all of us. When COVID came into our lives, things started to feel very just unsteady. Our health felt unsteady. Our plans have felt unsteady. Even just our future has felt very unsteady. I know for me, these past 10 months have changed dramatically, but God and his word were steady and I had sure hope in who he was during all of it. Mm -hmm. The second question we can ask is what does God do? The second part of the verse earlier said that the faithful God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations tells us that God keeps his promises. Romans 4, 20 through 21 recounts that Abraham knew this about God. It says that no unbelief made him waver concerning the promises of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. So even if Abraham hadn't seen all of God's promises come to completion, he knew God was faithful and placed his hope in that truth. He knew God and not just knew about God, which resulted in him responding in faith. So what does God do? He keeps and fulfills his promises. He remains perfectly faithful and will follow through on his word. Knowing God keeps his promises grows my faith in him like it did for Abraham. So knowing that God is faithful and that he keeps his promises gives me lasting hope and confidence to respond in faith. Okay, so we're going to keep going and we have the last two questions that are going to help us to know God better. So they are, what does God hate and what does God love? So to put it simply, God hates sin. Uh, that's one of the biggest things. Psalm 5, 4 says, For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil may not dwell with you. And then what he loves is us. Romans 5, 8 says, But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so, y'all, these are two really important things to know. Uh, and these were two questions that I feel like I really wrestled with for a lot of my life, but especially going into my freshman year of college. And so I didn't grow up um, having a really good knowledge of who God was. And I didn't know that God hated sin. And so that was what my life was characterized um, all the way up, characterized with all the way up until my freshman year in college. Um, I gave myself to anything that I felt like would satisfy me. So whether that was impure relationships, whether that was parties, whether that was being the best at something, whether that was having the most friends, whatever it was, I wanted to give myself just fully into it, um, believing that it really would satisfy me. But it's all started to fall short. Um, coming into my freshman year, I started to feel the emptiness that comes whenever your life is full of sin. Um, I started to realize why God would hate sin, not because it 
is just sin, although he does hate it because he is perfect um, and he can't be with it. But he hates it, too, because he knows that it harms us. Um, And it's because he loves us so much. And so my freshman year of college is whenever I started to really understand that. I started to understand that the lifestyle that I was living in my sin was something that he hated and what he loved was me. And because of that, he sent Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. Um, Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. So he took all of my sins and the sins of the rest of the world and he died on the cross and then he rose again three days later. Uh, proving that he was God. And in that, he loved me so much to give me a new life in him. So my life has looked radically different since my freshman year in college, since I came to understand these two truths, that God hated sin and that he loved me. Everything else kind of hinged in my life on those two things. And so there really are a lot of things that God loves and hates that we're going to find in the Bible. But I think these two are super important to note um, because, you know, without these two, Uh, everything doesn't really matter anymore. These are the two things that all of it hinges on. So yeah, these are the two things that I feel like are really important to know as we continue to read. They'll impact everything that we do. So yeah, we want to give y'all a resource to be able to practice this on your own. These questions have helped Caddy and I um, over the past years, and um, we want them to help you. So if you go to the SNC app, with our breakout, um, we have provided a resource on there. It will help you start the process to getting to know God these next three weeks. But we thought we would help you with day one. So wherever you are, pull out a sheet of paper and go to the app and click on the attachment included with our encounter. Um, and grab your Bible and open up to John 1. If you don't have a Bible, open it up on your phone. But we are going to walk through these questions that will help you know God better. So pause this recording, um, this podcast, and take a few minutes to read John 1 on your own, and then we will come back together and go through each question. Who is God? So now let's see where we were able to learn about the first question, who is God? Just from the first chapter, we learn a lot about who God is, and I want to share a few of the characteristics that I learned, but you can definitely go back and find a lot more. In the first five verses, I learned that God is the Word. He is the Creator, and He is light. It gets even more specific in verse 9. It says that God is the true light, meaning that He is the truth. Further down in verse 16, it says that He is full, meaning that God is complete. Now let's go through the same section, but answer the second question. What does God do? This goes back to Him being a creator, but we learn that He made everything. Verse 4 tells us that he gives life and continues to say that he shines in the darkness. He came to his own. He came to us. He adopts those who believe in him. He took on flesh and came and lived, and lived among us and shows us his glory, his grace, and his truth. Along with all of that, in verse 16, he, it shows that he gives us grace and more grace. Verse 18 tells us that he, being Jesus, makes God known. Again, we could unpack so much more just within this, this like first chapter. Um, and I know we we're only talking through the first section, but look at what we have already learned about who God is and what he does. Yeah. And then the last two questions of what does God hate and what does God love? Um, okay. So looking at what God hates, 
Uh, just so you guys are aware, a lot of the times you're going to be able to find characteristics of God and what God does and basically anything that you would read in the Bible. But you won't always find examples of what he hates and what he loves in every chapter. So still look for them because you never know when you'll find them. But actually in this first chapter of John, there isn't anything that God hates. Uh, but there is something that he loves. Verse 18 tells us that God loves Jesus and Jesus loves God. They're in close relationship with each other. Because Jesus loved God so much, he was willing to leave heaven. And just like what verse 14 says, uh, become like us in flesh and make his dwelling among us. And through that, make God known to us. And so that is something that God loves. God loves Jesus and Jesus loves God. So yeah, you guys, it's just as simple as that. We did part of the first day for you all, and now you go do the rest. There's tons of things still that you can learn about who God is, what he does, um, what he loves, and what he hates. Take, to, take the time to really study and think about it and really get to know God. And thanks so much for listening with us. We really are praying that this tool and this encounter helps you to get to know God better. Be sure to check out the rest of the audio from SMC on Spotify and Apple at SMC 2021.